y'all were enemies. Right? I wouldn't I mean, say we're enemies. I know, had, like, yo, we had a job to do. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. say we was enemies, yeah. but I know one thing. I got to watch them. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, vice yeah, versa, yeah. right? If you guys can come together, though, mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, who couldn't come together? Like, oh, yeah. You, you know yeah. what I mean? All of this is part of growth, you know? And you got to recognize it. To me, I just said to somebody up, uh, upstairs, I'm, I'm not going to bullshit you guys. This is this is one of the happiest days I, I've had in like 10 years. I'm not like sitting, seeing you two in the same room That's funny. on the same couch. It, I can't tell you how much it, 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 it means to me, man. <laughs> it's God like, have a way of doing it his, his way, oh, yeah. the right way all the time. That's yeah. right. And and I believe that this is the right way. You know, the two of you are two of the the, the wisest and, and, and strongest and uh, most level-headed men that I have in my life. I've, I've, I've learned from, from both of you guys. I look at both of you guys as uh, real gifts in, in my life and, and profits from my life. Like I, I look at the way you guys have lived your life, the way you've conducted your life, the way you are, uh, the way you're, you're, you're regarded by the people around you. And uh, you have no idea like the amount of gratitude and I, I just I hold you guys sacred. So it's uh, it's incredible for incredible for me to just have you guys together. And uh, it's just something I've, I've wanted to see for a real long time. Well, I mean, I think it's awesome. You're telling the story, too. You know, I think it's a story like I, when I met you years ago, it was a story that needed to be told. Yeah, and I really think it does. And I mean, everything happens for a reason. You know, like I, we talked about before, I, you know, I, don't make it, don't make it personal. I never make it personal. You know, it's a business, right. you know, and that's, I can sit down with goat. I can sit down with hell, hug, bam, bam. You know, I mean, back in the day, you never would have thought that, yeah. but you know, we all get old and we chill <laughs> out. You know, we were talking about the funniest time, you know, when, uh, one of the guys was buying dope from, you know, went to go buy dope from goat and he thought he knew him because his twin, identical twin brother had stopped goat on the interstate. He was a DPS <laughs> trooper. And he said, I know you, you're the guy stopped me on there. He goes, that wasn't me. And I was like, he was telling the truth, but they're identical <laughs> twin. And it was the funny, and that was stuck in my head more than anything that I remember. That was the funniest thing in the world, you know, for the guy to be sitting there, that ain't me. And I was like, and he was telling the truth. But it was they were identical twins. I said, "Man, you tell your brother quit fucking with people. You can't do, you can't do this business." You know? And they all are identical twins. But man, I like I said, I appreciate you know being able to tell the story. And I, if it helps somebody, I think that's the greatest thing in yeah. the world. And trying to do something different in our city, our city needs something positive going on, you know. And I know a lot of negative stuff went on back in the days, but. Sometimes, you know, negativity brings positive, you know? People just got to look at it that way, you know? And and some people can look at it and say, well, okay, they did this this way. Well, I ain't gonna do that this way. I'm gonna do it my way. And they way may be better than the way I was doing it, you know what I mean? And so sometimes you just have to, you know, be grateful. You know, I'm more grateful than anything that I'm in this position, because I'm gonna tell you, I never thought I would be in no position like this, you know? I mean, when I went to prison, I ain't never think I was going to come home and somebody was going to be talking about doing a story about my life, you know? And uh, it's amazing, man. Then when you change your life and give your life to God and start praying and praying and, and be sincere, you hope it rub off on other people, you know, to see that, hey, man, this man is serious about what he's saying. 
and he doing it. He ain't just talking about it, but he he talking to talk, but he walking to walk, at, you know, as he go. And I hope whatever come out of this movie or the series or whatever it be, I hope it lift up somebody else in this city, you know? I hope it's something that look, young guys will look at and say, you know what? Go change his whole life. Why can't I change my life, you know? And uh, if, like I tell, I tell little young guys when they work with me, and uh, I drive trucks, and sometimes uh, they may send some of the little guys over there from the temp service, and then they'll ride with me that day. And I don't, I don't, I don't bring God to them. I let them come to me with something. Once they open up a door, then that's when I be straightforward with them, you know. And I let them know, look at man, I've been down that road. I know what it's like, you know, ducking and dodging the police and worrying about if you're gonna have to kill somebody today or if you're gonna get killed today because somebody's gonna try you, you know especially in my position, the position I was in. A lot of them didn't know, but I was in a strong position, man, where if my friend, um, Bam, and all of them, I knew if anything come about me, they was going to be right there, you know, no matter what, you know? And Don and all of them, I knew I had people that's going to be right there, my cousins, my nephews, and cousins. Them guys were going to be, hey, man, that's my uncle, that's my cousin. No, hell no, you know? But that ain't the life you want to live. You know what I mean? That ain't the life. That ain't it, you know? And when I realized that going to prison was the best thing that could have ever happened to me, it changed me a great deal, you know? And first, when I first went, I was like, man, I'm going to kill them dudes, man, for testifying on me. But when I got in jail and I started going to church and I started listening to my son's grandmother, and she used to always say, baby, pray. Sometimes pray twice a day. And I started doing that. And that's when I learned how to forgive. Mm -hmm. And by me learning how to forgive, that learned me to, okay, then, maybe that was the best thing that could have ever happened to you, to go to jail, you know? Mm -hmm. So my goal is when I came home to get me a job and start me a little lawn service. I came home, I started buying lawn equipment. Then I messed around, got me a truck. That I'm working to, I said, okay, this is right here. You know, I prayed and I asked God for this and he gave me this. I don't want to look back the other way no more. And that's how I've been living my life the 10 years I've been home. You know, so to sit here and talk to Mr. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, but like I told him, I said, but I told Thompson that up to up there, I said, but just think about it. You ain't never stopped me for nothing. He never stopped me for anything when I was on the streets. Mm -hmm. He'll come in the bottom, but mm -hmm. I be laid back. I be out their way. I look at him and I see him, but <laughs> I don't say nothing to him. I don't, I don't open my mouth because I, I know I'm dirt. I know I'm doing dirt. <laughs> so I ain't really trying to start nothing with him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My thing was, long as the police come down there and like Bam say, do your job right. You know, when the police was looking for me and they came down there and they arrested me, I ain't, I ain't clown with them. I know, you know, they were looking for me. So I went on to jail. It's simple as that, you know? But to live that life, I just wish the kids would open up their eyes to something better. You know, education, uh, start go to a trade school, or uh, just do something different in your life. 
killing everybody you see, look at you, ain't the answer. Because eventually somebody's going to kill you. You ain't going to keep on killing people and getting away with it. It just don't happen like that in life. It, it don't happen like that. Guys, I see guys kill dudes, and two or three months later, they dead. You know what I mean? Mm. Come on, man. Wake up. Mm. God, God, God sent a message to us every day. He wakes us up every day. That's that's the best blessing you can ask for. So that's why I just changed my life and and I feel so happy to be where I'm at right now. I ain't rich, but I ain't poor no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so you know, for you to come in my life, John, I I be teasing some guys. I said, you just got to know people in high places. You know? <laughs> and so, you know, I laugh and joke with them and then, but to be serious, I try to school the young guys that come in my area, and when they open up to me, then I I explain to them, you know? And I let them know, I don't care what you do, man, it's a consequence for everything you do when you're doing dirt. When you're doing something that you know is not law, it's a consequence behind it. And you just gonna have to suffer if you get caught up, you know? So that's, that's, that's how I live my life now. You know, oh, man, right on. When was the last time y'all saw each other? Do you do you court. remember? Court, court, yeah, court, court, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. at trial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, that was the last. And God, that's been how many years ago was that? Oh, ninety-four, ninety-five. Yeah, ninety-five. So, yep, mm -hmm. I was just a youngster. Yeah, I wasn't too young. But... <laughs> <laughs> and, and just I just realized how old I am now, thinking about it. I'm like, shit. Yeah, boy, <laughs> it's been a long time. That's when you, that, that's basically when the sentencing was, was 95. Yeah, well, we went to trial in 95 and we got sentenced in 95. 95, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was the largest, it was a, the most defendants they ever had in a trial like that. 12, you know, the 12 defendants and everybody had a couple of attorneys. They had stadium seats they built. They built uh, rafters, right? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't crazy. You know, I mean, it was like stadium seat, different rows and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, for the whole trial and everything. Like During that. that case, did you think there was any chance that you were getting out of it? Oh, I know I wasn't going. I know I wasn't going. <laughs> you you got to play the game. I, yeah. Even though, to be honest, excuse me for cutting yeah, you off, yeah. even though they never caught me with drugs, mm -hmm. I never, ever got caught with drugs. I never, ever sold drugs to no undercover law. And the, and the only law that got up on the witness stand and said that, no, he didn't. He he. I come to him and asked him. No, he said I ran to him, but the dude was lying the whole time. You know, he was just straight up lying. All the guys that got up on the witness stand for, against me lied, except for one of them. The one Sean. Sean was the only one who told the truth. I I ain't gonna lie. He did tell the truth. I was giving him dope. You know what I mean? I was. But the rest of them that got up there, all of them was lying. You felt fairly sure that those guys were, that they were going away, huh? Uh, I mean, yeah, you don't take somebody to trial unless you're pretty sure that, you know, you got a, a decent case and everything like that. Dan Burt was one of the attorneys for, that was Big Don's attorney. Don, yeah. uh -huh. And I'll never forget, he had the funniest thing. He had a picture of a mountain and he had a picture of a molehill. And his opening state was, they're trying to turn this. And then I thought, man, I've got to write that down. I said, that wow. is the funniest thing I've ever seen in wow. court, you know. And uh, God rest him, he's, he's dead now. But uh, it was it was pretty funny when Dan did that, you know. Yeah. You know I mean, I said, hell, I've never been to court for that many people in my lifetime. And to usually two different attorneys each. 
you know. But you know, I never. It reminds me of. You know, if you ever seen the Wiley Coyote cartoon with the Wiley Coyote and the uh, Sheepdog, and the, they clock in, and you know, they're best friends. They live together, the Sheepdog and the Coyote. And they live together. Well, they go to work, they clock in, then they're enemies. And as soon as they clock out, they go back home living with each other. I said, you know, I said, it's like, it's kind of like a business, you know. Except it's, you don't take it personal, then, you know, it's just, you know, job doing a job and everything. And I love my job. And I love being retired. More. You know, that is, that's the life, being retired. I'm the poster child for retirement. I'm telling you. Seeing Goat here today and 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 seeing, you know, what, what he's talking about now. And he, he's a man who's changed his, sure, you know, like, sure. how does that make you feel? I think it's awesome. And, you know, and I've seen, and Goat can tell you too, you get people get the jailhouse religion. And, you know, and you've seen that many a time where they would go to church, you know, on Sundays and they'd come out fighting, you know, the next day. And so, or they, as soon as they hit the street, they lose that religion. But, you know, and man, it's, he's got it. I mean, you can tell. I mean, this guy's a God-feared man, you know, and I respect that like crazy, you know. You know, I'm a God-feared man, too. And uh, he kept his religion, and I love that. You know, like I said, you've seen it. You've seen guys come yeah, in, they got, we call it jailhouse it. religion. Yeah. And they get it because it makes them look good. It's great for, you know, the parole board and everything. Oh, he goes, he's in church every time that's open up, you know. And I started out working in a prison, you know, with the sheriff's That's what you had to do, uh, the uh, CDC back in the day yeah. was CCI. And, uh, you know, I saw that. You would see it. But this guy, I mean, you can tell. I mean, it's, it changed his life. And that's, I've, I've told him, I said, I have a bunch of people come up to me, you know, that I put in prison before and shake my hand and say, man, you saved my life, yeah. you know. But you know, just like Thompson was saying, you got a lot of guys being in prison, and then they'll get off into the Bible. And I mean, when you talk to them in prison, and you be like, man, this dude, is, he know, he know this Bible good. But once they walk out that door, then the Bible just be tossed to the side. And I'm gonna tell you, when I was in, I used to go to church in, in jail, but I never said that once I got home, I was just gonna go to church. I said, I'm going to go to church, and then I'm going to uh, thank God for, for letting me out of that prison. And that was it. But when I went to church, and I realized, you know what? I got to be here every Sunday because this here is the only thing going to make me be a better person, you know, going to keep me away from foolishness and, 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 and clowning with anybody about anything, you know? And so that's why I just embraced it more and more and more. And then some of the older guys in church and the older women's in church who've been in church all their life, they helping me along the way. You know what I mean? By encouraging me and, and, and just looking at me and saying, we appreciate how you be in church every Sunday and this and that. And when we ask you to do something, you so polite, you so, you know what I mean? And all of that stuff together make you a better person, you know? And uh, and like I tell I tell Don and Bam them and I tell them I don't care what y'all do with y'all life <laughs> I know what I'm gonna do with mine mm. you know just like when I was in the streets I know I was in the streets mm. I know I was in the streets there ain't no if whatever in the streets I'm a part of it one way or the other you know but that ain't why I ever want to be again then I'm getting at an age now what I'm gonna do being in the street, I can't run from the police. <laughs> who, can I, who can I run from and get away from? You know what I mean? Come How old are you? How old are you now? How old are you? 63. Okay, you got five years on me. I'm 58. So. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, you get slower, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for real. <laughs> for real. Is, is this at all, I mean, for, for either of y'all, is, it, is this hard for you guys? No, no. This no. Is, Not this at all. It's simple no. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. simple now. Uh-uh. But, like, I mean, don't you think, I mean, like, right now, mm-hmm. like, in this, like, y'all were enemies, right? I, I wouldn't mean, say we're enemies. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. say we was enemies, yeah. but I know one thing. I got to watch them. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, vice yeah, versa, yeah. right? And vice versa. I mean, that was, oh, yeah, and yeah, I guess what yeah. I'm saying is like, if you guys, mm-hmm. if you guys can come together, though, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, can't, like, who couldn't come together? Like, oh, yeah. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Sure. But like, don't you think that the fact that you are both, I mean, the one thing- On opposite teams. Look, you're on opposite teams, but both of you guys are, like, I know both of you very well. You're both extraordinarily confident with who you are. Like, like both of you guys, whenever I ask someone, the common answer I give, oh, yeah, man, I'm good with that. Like, you're unshakable. Both of you guys have had to fight for your life. Both of you guys have been in very dangerous situations. Shoot both ass. of you guys have, have seen all kinds of, you've seen, I think, probably the worst that this world can kind of show. You guys have both suffered, you, you, you know, unbelievable tragedies in your life. But you come back, you both have joy. You both live life to the fullest. You both have beautiful families that you love with all your hearts. You're both stand up and respected by everybody who knows you. All of this is part of growth, you know? And you got to recognize it, you know? And I recognize it through God, you know? What I see he doing for me and my family, you know? I got a good wife. I don't have to have a second thought about her, you know what I mean? If she say I'm finna go do that, she ain't got to worry about me. Well, yeah, do it, right? She ain't got to worry about that. Okay, I'll holler at you later. You know, and and that's how we operate. How, how important is that? You got a wonderful wife too. Like how? Like what? What has that been for you? Oh my gosh, man, she's like settled me a lot. Really has settled me a ton. Peace of mind, big, big time, big time. She's you know beautiful, bright. You know, I mean, she's a very confident woman, and she's always been there for me. You know, and so and I'll always be there for her. I mean, I, I know it's a probably cheesy ass question, but to for everything you live, what 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 would you say? What what would you say is the secret to happiness in this world? God. God is the secret to happiness, and I mean you can't never go wrong with it. I don't care what you do, you can't never go wrong with God. When you with God, that, that's happiness in itself, and that's that's my secret to happiness. God, <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't playing. That's my secret, you know. When I go to a if I get in a situation now, and I just pray about it, and I just ask God to remove that problem away from me, and then I put it in His hand, and I'm gone mm. on by my business. Mm. And I tell my I tell my daughter, see, this is what makes me my wife no mad with me because they this is what what gets gets to them. They say you don't care about nothing. <laughs> I say anything I don't care about nothing. It's just that I don't worry about little bit of stuff. I don't let little stuff get next to me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, both of you guys really have that in common. You're a real happy guy, man. You, you know, you have peace of mind. What do you think? What, what, what's your secret? Man, you know, I worked hard. I had a great job. And like I told you, I love retirement. Uh, and I'm with GOAT, you know, God, guitars, guns, and family. That's it. You know what I mean? You know, I have, I help people. You know, I told you I do the guitar for vets thing. You know, I teach the vets with PTSD guitar lessons and, you know, it helps them give them peace of mind. As long as I can get out there and help somebody, that that's always me. And uh, we, there's like uh, almost 200 chapters throughout the United States. That's awesome. Yeah, and I started one here uh, 
a while back. That's beautiful, so, man. Yeah, I love it. I love and, doing it. And and what, what 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 frustrates you right now? Like, what are you worried about these days? You know what? I don't really get frustrated. It's hard to frustrate me now, you know, because you done seen so much, you done did so much, till you know how to maneuver away from around a lot of foolishness. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I put it like this. One day I was up on the corner and my cousin, and he was arguing with another little old dude, right? And the little dude was his, was what was one of our cousin's brother. And when they got ready to argue, you know what I did? Went got in my truck and left. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to see it. So whatever y'all got going on, I don't want to be nowhere around. I got in my truck and I leave. It's easy to walk away. Some stuff you see, and you see it's gonna be some foolish, just go on about your business. And how about you, are you worried about anything these days? Are you anything? No, you know, I mean, I'll always be the the person that I am. You know, I'll interject if some something's getting out of hand, you know, and things like that. I mean, I, that's always my mentality is to, you know, go in there and help somebody. And I feel like, you know, I, if anybody needs help, then I'm, I'm always there to do something like that, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm different, you know. I mean, man, I was a freaking crazy go-getting, working some bitch alcohol, but not alcohol, workaholic, and I mean, I was, and uh, I mean, I wouldn't go home. I worked so much, and man, I have just, you know, relaxed so much since I, you know, got off the job. Left that, left mm -hmm. that world. Yeah, yeah. And everybody said they told me there's no way you'll retire. They said you can't retire. They said there's no way. They said, man, you'd love this shit. And I was in Florida the next, you know, the next day after I retired, and man, I just. I loved it. Just stay busy. You know, I got so many, you know, hobbies and I'm all, hell, I'm busier now that I retired than I was when I was working. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I ever had time to work. You know, you're retired and you got a pickup truck and you got some friends. There you go. You've got some friends. <laughs> Trust, me. Trust me. You got yeah, some friends. Yeah. You know how that goes. Can you come over here and do this? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, again, y'all, I mean, I just, uh, it's a real special day for me. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all, you know, go about your night. I'm, I'm just, uh, it just it means the world to see y'all together. You guys got anything you want to say to each other? Or? Well, we we talked upstairs. It was kind of fun. We probably said, "Man, I hadn't seen him in so long," you know. And we even talked about a couple people we knew from jail and stuff like that, you know. And uh, I mean, I'm so glad that he turned his life around because you know it, the sad thing is you don't see people like him that often that will turn their life around. You know, that will go get out and they go back into it. You know, I mean, we rested. Hell, I rested not only. You know, I was in it so long, arrested people, arrested their kids, grandkids. You know, I'd said they'd always say, oh, I know you, you know, Mr. Townley, you know, you know, my dad or, you know, I was like, oh, how's he doing? He's good, you know, but I you know, end up arresting him, mm. you know, but it's good to see him. It's good to see him, good you know, change, you know, and everything. So like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. I look, let me ask you just one more thing. Just in, in terms of like, you know, you hear about like the war on drugs, right? Like y'all. Y'all, you know, like in what whatever that was in the the '80s and the '90s and what that was and the toll it took on this 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 country and it's still kind of playing out with all the people in prison, you, you know that, that that spent so much time in prison. I mean, how many? What you did? Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen years. You know. You know all the all the people that that died, all the the law enforcement uh, that got killed in the line of duty, all the people on the streets that got killed. What is your guys' take on that? You know, mine was always, you know, if I could help somebody, if I could save somebody's life by, you know, either putting them in jail or, you know, and that's many times I'd catch people, 
you know, and, and they wouldn't go to jail. You know, it depends on what, you know, kind of conversation we had and stuff like that. As long as I could always help somebody, I felt like I was making a difference. And people would always say, you know, you're, you're never going to win the war on drugs. I said, but, you know, it's like a big snowball rolling downhill. If you don't chip at it and keep chipping at it away, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. And, you know, I always felt like I made a difference, especially when I had people come up and tell me I saved their life you know, by, by putting them in jail. And I lost a lot of friends, you know, that were killed in the line of duty and stuff like that. I've been there, you know, seen it. And, you know, it just, it tore you up to see that kind of thing, you know, for, you know, just unnecessary stuff. And what, what about you, Joe? Well, you know, like I was telling you the other day, when when uh, the police is nowadays is not like the police back then. That's a, that's a different generation of police. Back then, if I got into it with a police and I walk away from him and he see I'm fin I'm running from him, he ain't finna shoot you in your back. What they'll do is say, I get him, I get him later. I catch he gonna be ready in his bottom, I catch him later. And that's how they would do. But the C D police is nowadays killing these guys, shooting them in their back when they running away from him. I just think that's a coward move for a police officer. You don't have to do that. I remember when the, back in the days when I was a little boy, and and I see the older guy run from the police. You know what they'll do? Shoot up in the air. <laughs> they'll shoot and give him a warning, stop and say stop. And ninety percent of the time they stop. They got their warning shot. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But these police now and dudes too. It ain't just all the. It ain't all about the police. Dudes is is is, is uh putting themselves in a position to get killed too. You know, and I think when a per person got a gun on him, and it's, 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 I think it's scared of police nowadays. You know what I mean? Back then, we could have a gun on us, and the police could stop us and take the gun right off of us. We will never reach for our gun. But they'll shoot you now if you just got a gun on you. That's crazy. The way it is today, and back then, I would have been shot because I ran from a man of police officers. I mean, I stayed running from them. <laughs> <laughs> I always was running from them. We could be gambling and stuff. And <laughs> we see the police, we, they, if they jump out them cars, we jumping up running, yeah. you know? They wouldn't shoot you in your back like that back then. You know? I, I got a question. What do you think about the way the bottoms looks now? It's totally... Oh, you ever man. thought you'd see apartment complexes? I mean, I never imagined or a movie I would ever studio. see a, apartments <laughs> in the red crowd for my church. And right there by the movie studio. Yep. You ever uh -huh. think you'd see a movie studio yep. down never, there? Never, never. Never. Yep. Never. I was so shocked. But life. you know, life bring about a change, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm glad mm -hmm. it changed because, like I say, when I left the streets, a lot of the girls down there wasn't working. They wasn't doing nothing for themselves. Because we was making sure they had everything. Mm. You know what I mean? Now, they working and they taking care of themselves real good. And I'm proud of them more than anything, you know? I think yeah. the only thing that's the same down there is the Livingston and the hospitality. Lucky Liquor. Uh, yeah, Lucky Liquor. Yeah. Lucky Liquor, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But they're going to yeah. probably end up selling that. They're going to probably end they, up tearing uh, that yeah. down. Yeah. Gonna, that's what's going to happen. I mean, what would, like when you were growing up in Queensboro, what did you, what, like when you were a kid... What was the bottoms to you? Like, oh, what did you think about? We that? always knew about. I mean, you know, we because we're about the same age and everything like that. I mean, and you know that has a big long history. The bottoms, you know, they were back in the day. They used to run cattle from down there to the Red River. You know, back on the streets were brick and stuff like that. Well, they were dirt, and then it became brick down there. 
and we always knew about the history. But I grew up in Queensboro. Queensboro was my world, you know. I mean, hell, I was a kid. I ran the streets of Queensboro. You know, that was just a different neighborhood for us. Mm -hmm. I appreciate mm -hmm. y'all. And I love both of you guys. We appreciate man. you getting together yeah. and everything yeah. like yeah, that. It's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. I don't know if anyone realizes how cool it is, but it's, it's really cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm just touched that y'all sat here and y'all spent this time together. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you. Thanks for being here, everybody. I really appreciate it. If you dug what you saw and you want to hear more, subscribe, like, do all that stuff. Uh, it'd mean a lot to us. I hope you dig these episodes as much as we dig doing them. You guys take care of yourself.